Hello everyone, welcome to the Psychology of Dating podcast. My name is Nadine Newkirk and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to follow your dreams in dating and to embrace the pain that comes with it. And I'll be looking at a technique from acceptance and commitment therapy called the choice point. Before we get into that, I just want to thank every person who's taken the time to review my podcast or to do a star rating. It's so helpful. I really love seeing any feedback and I take note of it all. Um, If you have any friends that you might want to refer this podcast on to and recommend a star rating, I'm aiming to get at least um, 50 ratings on the podcast sites. That's my next goal. So help me get there. All right, thanks so much. In today's episode, I want to talk about a technique from acceptance and commitment therapy, also called ACT. It's called the choice point. And this is when you are faced in life with difficult, uncomfortable thoughts or feelings, and you have a choice. There's always two directions you can turn. One direction is to doing everything you possibly can to try and avoid pain. And the other direction is aiming towards your values, your dreams, your goals. So what type of difficult or uncomfortable thoughts could you experience in dating? There's a whole, whole lot. The last two episodes was on rejection. So you might have fear of being rejected or of hurting others, rejecting others. You might experience dating anxiety. It can, in its extreme form, can be really crippling. You might not be able to sleep at night. You might have trouble eating. You might have excessive worry thoughts looping through your head, hard to concentrate. You could also have lots of worst-case what-if thoughts looping through your head. What if it doesn't work out? What if... I, you know, go on further dates and get really attached to this person and then I get really hurt, you know, I get heartbroken. What if I go on dates with this person in in my local area and then I keep bumping into them? What if I go out with them and then they really like me and I'm not sure about them and then I have to end it and that's really uncomfortable? There can be thousands of what-if thoughts. You might experience uncomfortable thoughts and feelings in dating of dating burnout or feelings of depression. You might feel fatigued, low energy, kind of feeling hopeless about the situation. You could feel complete heartbreak. You might be really sad, missing someone. So there can be a whole lot of uncomfortable thoughts and feelings that could arise in dating. And if we look at this choice point, so these two directions you can head when you have these uncomfortable thoughts and feelings, the first direction is do everything you possibly can to try and avoid further pain in life. Now, this is a really understandable route. (laughs) It's normal human instinct to want to avoid pain. If I touch a hot stove, my finger will automatically lift off. I'll flinch. And I won't want to touch that hot stove again. And it's the same with emotional pain that comes with dating. That it's normal and understandable that we wouldn't want to feel more pain. So what are the things that you might try and do to avoid pain? Now these as well are limitless. So 
you might find that you're really strict with your filtering on the apps. You're saying no to most people when you're swiping. You're ending conversations prematurely on the apps. Or maybe you go on one date, you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure, so then you end it suddenly. So you're too afraid to take a risk to keep going on the dates because what if you go on four dates and then find out you're not interested? So better to end it now, better to end it after the first date or before you've even met them. You might avoid dating altogether to try and avoid pain. Maybe you felt rejected a last date, so then you jump off the apps and you haven't dated in two months or six months. You might date, but date with only one foot in the door. One foot is out. So maybe you don't really share yourself with someone. You don't open up. You are a bit guarded. Maybe you don't show your personality. You don't joke like you normally would, or you don't have vulnerability. You don't, as the connection deepens, you're too afraid to open up to see how they would react to that. Maybe you're dating, but you're just casually dating, even though you really want something long-term. You might be really afraid to look at, you know, challenges in your life internally. So maybe we might have uncomfortable beliefs or, you know, natural, normal human flaws, and we're really afraid to look at those. So we might do everything we can to try and avoid looking at them. We might ignore their, their... or we might magnify them but not do anything about them. For example, have all these thoughts, I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable, and then we start to avoid trying to connect with people because we believe that belief and we don't think about how could I be connecting with people? How can I show up so I can meet new people and get new experiences? You might be telling yourself that you're too busy for dating and you're overscheduling yourself and you're not carving out time to actually commit to dates because you're too afraid of what if I carve time out in my life and it doesn't work out? That feels too painful, too risky. So you try and avoid that pain and you limit yourself in how much you can actually commit to dating. So where does this path lead? For anyone out there, if you've tried to avoid pain in dating, has it worked? Because the thing is, is that as long as we're alive, as long as we're humans, whichever direction or path we choose, there is always pain, emotional pain or physical pain. That if you truly value and want a relationship, a long-term relationship, and you are doing everything you can to avoid, you know, feeling pain, and it kind of limits you from truly following that path, eventually you're going to have more pain. You might have short-term relief. So if you stop dating for six months, you might feel like, whew, now I don't need the ups and downs of dating. But then when you're alone, maybe you feel really lonely. Maybe you feel really sad when you are confronted with friends or in the movies where you see a family if you're really wanting kids or if you're wanting that partnership, that person to travel the world with whatever it is that you dream of in your dating relationship experience. You might actually find that more fear is created. The more we avoid something, the more afraid of it we get. They've shown in psychology that, for example, if someone has a fear of heights, if you 
avoid going over any high bridge, you never go up to the second level of a building, you avoid a job because it's in a skyscraper, that doesn't change the fear of heights. It actually over time makes you more and more afraid, it deepens that fear. And it's hard because we're doing everything we can. It takes a lot of energy to try and avoid pain, especially in dating. And if it doesn't work, then we're putting a lot of energy into place that eventually that energy gets wasted. What is the other pathway we could take if you are confronted with some uncomfortable thoughts and feelings in dating? You could have that normal urge, that reflex, try and avoid pain. Or you could have the choice of reorienting, making a decision that is based on your values and your dreams and where you want to head in life. So our values, they're the direction we want to head. They're different to goals. Goals are something that you can tick off. Values are ongoing. For example, if I value humor or honesty, I don't just crack one joke with a colleague and then that's it, ticked for life, my value is done. No, humor is something I can bring into my life, infuse throughout it in the workplace. It could be in my free time, going to stand-up comedy shows. It could be in difficult conversations, helping break the ice with an appropriate joke. It could happen in romantic or friendships. So you can bring that value wherever you go. And values are things that we care about. They make our life feel meaningful and purposeful. Values don't mean that we don't have pain in life, but they make that pain feel worthwhile. And if you're heading in line with your values, they've shown that we always have more contentment in life, even if there's still suffering. So really thinking about what are your values in dating and relationships? If you're listening to this, chances are that you know there's something in it that you really care about, that you really wish for. Really tap into what those values are. Is it companionship? Is it novelty? Is it being able to share a life, to share love? What is it that you really truly care about? And then you can take steps each day, each week, each month towards those values. Even if it's scary and even if it feels painful to do it, you're taking steps towards your values and not trying to just avoid pain. So what what are some steps you could do towards those values? You might consistently date (laughs) even though some days you feel a bit like eh or tired other days you're feeling a bit anxious other days you're feeling hopeful no matter what your emotion is could you consistently show up to give yourself that statistical chance of meeting someone and give yourself experiences so you can learn if there's road bumps or hurdles great (laughs) then you get to learn from it there will be hurdles or road bumps even if you don't go in this direction Could you build skills? Maybe it's building assertiveness skills if you're a people pleaser. Maybe it's building skills to have interesting conversations if you're really tired of boring conversations on dates. And that's a value for you to have intellect stimulation. How can you infuse that into your life? How can you focus on what's within your control rather than relying on someone else to bring it? Could you... Look internally, look at those core beliefs, 
maybe some unhelpful thoughts that are coming up, like I'm not good enough belief. And could you look at those, understand where they come from, have some self-reflection, maybe a bit of help from someone, a therapist or coach, and have compassion for those inner thoughts and feelings rather than avoiding them and trying to dismiss them or pretend that they're not there. Could you look at your human self, you know, all the unique qualities that you have, the amazing ones and the ones where you think are flaws, could you embrace the whole of you and bring that all into dating? And, you know, if there's anything you want to work on, could you bravely start to take steps to work on it rather than avoid? Maybe you focus on self-care to help you get towards your values in dating. Have you checked in? How are you feeling with your general lifestyle? Sleep, diet, exercise, social supports, engaging in things that are meaningful or give you enjoyment in life. Can you focus on any of those? Maybe you can ask for help, even though it feels scary or embarrassing or you're not sure if it'll be worthwhile. Could you take that risk? And each little step, if this brings you closer towards your values, closer towards those dating goals, you will feel more content, even though there will still be uncomfortable thoughts and feelings. You'll still have those triggered um, core beliefs that I'm not good enough or it won't work. You might still experience anxiety or sometimes heartbreak or low mood, but at least you're heading in the direction that you want to. I'm going to put a link in the episode show notes on a video um, that my sister actually sent me this morning very timely because I think it matches to this podcast episode. It was Jim Carrey giving um, life advice on whether we choose fear or love and the consequences of that. And I think it could be an interesting video alongside this. I'll give an example. I had a lot of fear and wanted to dodge pain when thinking about making this podcast or branching into the um, direction of doing more dating coaching. I had fears of, what if people don't listen? What if I put all this effort in and it's, you know, all wasted? What if what I say doesn't make sense? Or what if people hate it? What if they judge me or reject me? And I had a fear of, you know, just general public, also my colleagues, you know, being rejected can be really painful. I also had uncomfortable feelings in my body. <laughs> you know, I felt really, really nervous before I gave my first um, webinar that I did on dating coaching. Oh my gosh, the few hours before I was like, Nadine, why are you doing this? Why did you sign yourself up for this? You know, why are you putting yourself through this pain? It's not even going to lead anywhere. And I needed to remind myself that those are just thoughts. Those thoughts will come up whichever direction I choose. And I was choosing to head in direction of my values because if I tried to avoid pain, then I wouldn't do talks. I wouldn't put my ideas out there. I wouldn't, you know, make the effort to make the podcast. I would be basing my decision on fear, not on values. And when I focused on my values, I thought about what have I really learnt and what did I really want to pass on? Because I felt like this knowledge was a gift and I was so grateful, you know, that I could experience it with some people that had shared it, that, you know, it could have helped them in some way and I wanted to spread this further. 
I also had more self-focused values of I really enjoy creativity and creating these episodes is quite creative. It's a sense of achievement or a sense of meaning or purpose in work. So ask yourself, when you have a decision to make in dating, am I choosing to try and do anything I can to avoid pain or am I making a decision that's going to get me closer towards my values, closer towards my dreams? Because it's worth taking the risk of going towards your values and dreams. It's too risky to not follow that because either pathway you'll have pain and you may as well get closer to the life you want. Okay, everyone, it was lovely speaking with you and I'll be back next week.